There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for tuning to our Wednesday edition of the podcast. We certainly thank the Lord for each and every one of you that are listening. We thank the Lord for the privilege we have to come to you and bring this daily doctrine devotional We have a lot of folks listen, a lot of folks contact us, had some good questions even yesterday uh, concerning the podcast, concerning some things on there. We're certainly thankful for that. The Lord's been good to us. The Lord's been gracious to us. And I've just seen a real stirring of God amongst the young people. And I just rejoice in that. A lot of young people turn the way of the world, the way of religion, the way of the contemporary movement. We've seen some young people sanctify themselves unto Jesus Christ. It brings great joy to my heart to see that. And that's what we call men unto, that they would sanctify themselves unto Jesus Christ and only unto Jesus Christ. Religion has damned men. Religion has destroyed men. But Jesus Christ is the Redeemer of all men. And we're going to preach about him a little bit today in one of the great passages of the book of Matthew. I probably will not do justice to this passage because it is one of the great passages. It's in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So again, he identifies himself as he does so often in the book of Matthew as the Son of Man, the Son of Man, the Son of Man. Why? Because he's been made flesh. And that's one of the themes of Matthew. Two themes that Matthew has that others do not have, the kingdom of heaven and the son of man. Those two go hand in hand. God on earth, God amongst us, God dwelt with us. That's Jesus Christ, the righteous, and how we thank the Lord for that. And they say, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And it's interesting because he came to fulfill those prophecies. He came to fulfill the law of God. And they could rightfully see that he was doing that. But they just thought it was one of the prophets been resurrected. They thought maybe it was Elijah's been resurrected. They thought maybe John the Baptist has come back from the dead. They don't understand that this is the one they've been looking for. This is Messiah. This is Jesus Christ. And they don't see that. They do not understand that. Uh, they've watched his works. They've watched his doctrine. They've heard his words. Yet many do not believe that he is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the promised one. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so Peter rightfully identifies who he is. He is the Christ. He is the Son of the living God. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And no man can say that but by the Holy Ghost. There are men that will say that with their lips. Many will not even say that with their lips. They claim Christianity, but they will not say those words with their lips. They're skeptical. They're unbelievers of heart. But if a man can say that in his heart, and he can say that by the Holy Ghost that indwells him, He can say that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It's the evidence that man knows God. It's the evidence that he knows the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, it's not lip service. I've heard men try to get people to do that with their lips, say that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. They try to force them to say it with their lips, but their heart is not in it because they do not have the witness of God, the witness of God, his spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God, 
And that's what's revealed to Simon Barjonas. And that's why Jesus questions him. He sees that Jesus indeed is the Christ. He sees it by faith, by the word of God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. One of the great passages of the word of God. It wasn't flesh and blood that revealed Jesus Christ to me. I was born... Listen, I was born of the blood the first time. I had a bloody birth. But this time, the second time, it wasn't the blood that birthed me. And it wasn't my will that birthed me. It wasn't the will of the flesh. It wasn't the will of man. There was nothing in this. But it was the will of God that I be saved. That's why he told us in John 5, 39, to search the scriptures. For them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. That's what the word of God tells us. In verse 46, that same passage, he said, For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if you believe not his writings, how shall you believe my words? And so again, they don't believe the law, they don't believe Moses, but they say they believe Christ. And they say that he's the Son of God, yet they don't say it by the Holy Ghost. It's not the flesh and blood revealed. It's not the preacher that told me I was saved. It's not the preacher that revealed Jesus Christ to me. Yes, the preacher preached. Yes, the word of God went forth. Yes, the man of God stood in the pulpit. And through the foolishness of preaching, it pleased God to save me. And I thank God for the preaching of the word of God. But that's not who revealed Jesus Christ to me. It was Jesus Christ said, it's my father, which is in heaven. He reveals the son. The revelation of the son came by him. And the son has been revealed to us that are saved by the word of God. The father, which is in heaven, has sent the son. We see the son by faith. We believe him by faith. And it was a miracle that God allowed us to see him. It was the work of God. And it was the will of God that every man be saved. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And therefore, he's revealed his dear son. He's revealed him through the word of God, the Holy Ghost bearing witness of him, reproving, rebuking, exhorting with all long suffering and doctrine. He told us in 1 Timothy 2, 3, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come under the knowledge of the truth. His desires have all men to be saved, that all should come to repentance, that all men will not perish, but they would come to the truth, which is Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. And he said in verse 5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. That's why he said, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. The Father reveals Jesus Christ, and a man comes through Jesus Christ to the Father because he believes the word of God. God is drawing him. God is wooing him. God is, is revealing truth to him through the scriptures. That is the wooing. That is the drawing. It's nothing else. I heard a man say one time that God is continually drawing sinners, and I don't believe that. I don't know how he can draw them without the word of God, because it's faith that cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And they say, well, you're limiting God, but I don't believe that. I believe he draws with the word. I believe he convicts with the word. I believe that he brings men to Christ with the word. And Jesus Christ is the word of God. And when they see that and realize that this is indeed is the Christ, they'll come by faith. They'll believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Men say they're seeking God, but they're not looking in the scriptures. They say they're seeking God, but they're not looking in the word of God. They say they're seeking faith, but they're not searching the scriptures to think in them. I have eternal life, but these are they which testify of me. You don't find Christ outside of the bounds of scripture. He's not an epiphany. He's not an idol. He's not in a painting. He's not in a movie. He's not in a theater. He's not in an act. He's the word of God. And that's where you search. That's where you find. 
my own personal testimony. It's different than many, but yet I came to the same way. I came to the same Savior. I was riding in my car. I hadn't been in church much, went to church that morning, heard preaching from the King James Bible, was under conviction. God was condemning me. God was showing my lost estate. On the way home, I repented. On the way home, I I got rid of my own ways, my own ideals, my own thinking, and I received the Lord Jesus Christ. And I came by faith, and God gave me that saving faith, that grace that saved. By grace, you saved through faith. That's the faith he gave me. Not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. What is the gift of God? Faith is. And God gave me saving faith that day. What God required of me was repentance. And there's men that add everything to repentance. You got to repent, then you got to do this. You got to repent, you got to do this. You got to repent, then say the prayer. You got to repent, then say the prayer, then you need to submit to baptism. There's a group by us that says they preach, realize, repent, receive, and restitute to be saved. They add restitution to the work of salvation. And yet repentance is the only salvation that works. When you come to the end of your way, come to the end of your rope, you're done with you, done with your way, done with your thinking, and you receive Christ. How do you receive him? By faith. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And you believe the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you believe it by faith? Do you believe because flesh and blood has revealed it to you? Do you believe because your family told you about it? Do you believe because somebody else told you about it? Do you believe because somebody uh, gave you understanding when you were a child? Or do you believe it by faith? Do you believe because it is the word of God? Do you believe because God himself has brought that truth to you? God himself has revealed that great truth. Or do you believe it just because traditionally... You're a Christian. Traditionally, uh, you're in church. Traditionally, you believe the things of God because you're told to believe the things of God. You're raised to believe the things of God. Or do you believe it because Jesus Christ has been revealed by the Father? Do you believe because you believe the word of God in your heart that Jesus Christ indeed is the Christ? That's what he's asking. That's what he's saying the blessing upon Simon Barjona is. is because he believed God by the word of God. So as Philip told the man from Ethiopia, that great eunuch of Ethiopia, when he's reading Isaiah 53, and it says that some man should guide him, and he speaks of these things, and he asks, what does hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And what does he say? I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. How did he believe that? Because Isaiah 53 was expounded unto him. Who hath believed our report? And he realized he believed the report of God. Now, who do you suppose revealed that to him? Do you believe it was just his ideals? Do you believe it was his religion? Do you believe it was his Ethiopian practice? Do you believe it was the understanding he had of religion? No. It was the Father which is in heaven. He's faithful to reveal through the word of God, to reveal our faithlessness, and to reveal how far from God we truly are by the laws of God, by the prophets of God, and in the Psalms, and he draws us with an everlasting love. It's what the word of God said of him. Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. One of my favorite life verses, Song of Solomon 2 and 4, he brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me was love. It's the love of God that draws men. It's the love of God that sent his son to the world. It's the love of God that sent his son to Calvary. And my friend, that love was commended toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He came into this world to save sinners, the apostle Paul said, of whom I am chief. That's the promise of God. That's because the father has drawn men. The father has revealed the word of God. The father has revealed 
revealed the Son. My friend, if you'll see him by faith, if you'll see him for who he is, if you'll see him according to the scriptures, you also can be saved. But you must believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You must believe by faith that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It was not flesh and blood. It wasn't his mommy. It wasn't his daddy. It wasn't the preacher. But it was the Father in heaven that revealed to Peter that Jesus Christ indeed was the Son of God. And then he says to him, and I say unto thee also, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, what rock is that? Jesus Christ, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And by the way, that's why Peter was chosen to preach that great message of Pentecost. He was the one who was going to preach that message. He was the one chosen for that. He was going to loose that on earth, and God used him to loose that on earth. That was appointed specifically to Peter. It doesn't make him the first pope. It just makes him a great apostle. It makes him God called. It makes him God sent. He had an objective that God gave him, a mission, if you will, in the will of God, and he could loose things on earth, and he could bind things on earth. That gift does not exist today. We can pray for those things. We can pray for others, but we don't have that gift to do that. But Peter had that gift. Jesus Christ gave him that gift. Why? Because he believed the words of God. He believed that Jesus Christ was indeed the Christ. He was the Son of God. And because he believed that, God gave him the responsibility to bind things on earth and to loose things on earth. In verse 20, then charged he his disciples they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. And I haven't completely followed through this, but I look at this in the scriptures, and especially in the book of Matthew as we've studied that, and we see that he continually tells his disciples to not reveal things. Don't reveal things. Don't let them know. Don't tell them this. And he goes through that time and time again. He's instructing them, do not tell men who I am. Do not tell men that I'm the... And now he says, do not tell the men I'm the Christ. Tell no man that I'm the Christ. Why? Because it's going to be revealed by the Father. It's not a matter. They wouldn't have believed him anyway. If Peter had gone up there preaching, this man is the Christ and holding up his hand, he already came into Jerusalem. And when he came into Jerusalem and he came and he waved the palm branches and said, Hosanna, Hosanna, yet we find him just a couple of days later rejecting him, despising him, mocking him, cursing him. Even if Peter had told him, they still wouldn't have believed him, but he told him to command him. He commanded him to tell no man who he was. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of revelation. It's a matter of God revealing the inward parts of a man. God bringing that man to repentance, the end of himself revealing his dear son, Jesus Christ. And my friend, it's a glorious day when God reveals his son to you and you can come by faith and receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of his sinning and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. 
Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.